Ladies and gentlemen, Opposite Attractions proudly presents to you a new theme park. Attractions, ladies and gentlemen, the show about theme park design that is technically possible. I am your host, Scotty Moore, joined this week, my children, by a figment of my imagination. It's Jim Murphy. Uh, I can't do the voice right now, or I would try. I'm sorry. <laughs> you were just gonna be like, "Yes, let's do it." So, Jim, wow, it's a wow, whole new wow. season. I can't remember the line. Oh. Come on, Doc. Imagination's a blast! And then you have to just, like, if you're at home and you're listening to this, all you gotta do is imagine just a giant air yeah, cannon just at, got blown in your face. Look at my upside-down toilet! It's that full of imagination. That scene... Did that scene just terrify the fuck out of you as much as it did me when it first happened? The imagination's a blast! Yeet! And then it just fucking destroys um, your eardrums. Uh, so the first time I rode that ride was on my tour as an employee. <laughs> oh, okay. And yeah, it was kind of like out of nowhere. And I don't think, I don't know if anyone else that was in my, like, orientation had ridden it before because i i didn't really like look around in the moment and be like did anybody else almost shit their pants because i almost did (laughs) see with me i have to assume it so it forces you to close your eyes so you don't notice like the screens coming down because there's air blowing in your face but i I don't know like it's weird though once you know that it happens to ride in and you can like look above and behind them and see all the stuff there just like in the dark Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With me, my favorite's, like, the first time I rode it, I was wearing a hat, and I'm like, oh, this is just a little kid's ride, and they're like, take the hat off. (laughs) What? Why would I need to take the hat off? It's just a little kid's ride. Take the fucking hat off right now, Scotty. Okay, okay. (laughs) They put a gun in your Uh face, like, no, you need to take that hat off right now. Take that hat off right now, son. You do not want to lose it. Let me guarantee you right now. Figment's going to get in your brain. (laughs) But Jim, this is a brand new season, and I'd like to start off with, this is a show all about creating our own theme park, and we usually focus on the good things theme park does, like all the theming and Galaxy's Edge, and you know, look at great rides like Fast and the Furious Supercharged, <laughs> and uh, I want to bring a, well, well, I'm going to call a little bit problematic issue that happened at a theme park in New Jersey on the Jersey Shore. And I will begin with, I'm not going to read the headline. The vice president of a Jersey Shore amusement park insists that his roller coaster is safe. More than a week after two test dummies fell out of it and crashed into the roof of a nearby hotel. (laughs) I really, um, I kind of for a moment thought that maybe somebody in New Jersey thought it was wise to make a Jersey Shore themed theme park. (laughs) yeah and that's what i want very much right now i mean i've seen weirder jersey shore themed jersey thor you know (laughs) that's the sequel to endgame 
Um, no, we went to, you know how FYE has like the, oh, we've got WWE Bootio cereal or like a Reptar candy bars. Like they have a bunch of like branded shit. Yes. I found Jersey Shore marinara sauce. <laughs> and, and Jim, no, shut up, shut your mouth, shut your mouth. Jim, let me tell you. It was just red water. Like, it was not a sauce. It looked like some water. They had put some maybe milk and a few tomato chunks in, and that was it. It was the worst yeah, but thing. The, the thing is, it's also a tanning lotion, so. Oh, yeah, it's like when uh, Kramer used the butter to tan himself. <laughs> you just put this marinara on yourself. And it's also uh, laundry detergent. It's just whatever I, you want oh my it to God. be. Oh my god, this is the best shit of all time. The incident occurred on April 20th at Playland's Castaway Cove in Ocean City, New Jersey. It happened on 420. Can you imagine just blazing it the fuck up in your hotel room? Being like, alright man, I'm gonna go down. We've got our fucking Postmates is coming with my pizza. And then you just step out and then two crash test dummies come hurling through the roof in front of you. Oh shit, I'm gonna fuck that man. I'm gonna go drink some more marinara sauce, I think. Uh, let's what see. Is they the name, water... Does it say what the name of the roller coaster is? Um, I'm gonna have to keep reading because I found this literally two seconds before we started recording. Uh, two water-filled dummies fell off and plummeted into the ebb tide suites next door, damaging shingles and plywood. No one was hurt. A roofer responded to make sure repairs, and then the test dummies were trashed. The vice president of the theme park, Brian Hartley, says. It's an unfortunate situation. They had leaks that went undetected. They lost their mass and shape, causing them to fall. Obviously, it's not something that you'd, that ever happened with a person in it, Hartley said. You know, you don't lose rigidity in a person. The lap dark bar comes down. You're secured. My question and, uh, is, is how up. close is this to a hotel? <laughs> right? Like, why are you building like oh don't worry about that that's just like it like it does it go over the roof because otherwise those things got distance and that's not good at all <laughs> it's called the gale force it undergoes two hours of testing every day that it's in operation it has been open since the incident Safety is our top priority. It's something we do every single day. We put dummies in this thing and just yeet them out towards the nearest hotel we can find. I need to look up... Oh, I'm going to have to figure out where the hell this theme park is now. And uh, Says Ocean City. I know, um, but like, I want to see how close it is to everything else. Here's another fun 420 story. 7th graders hospitalized after eating treats bought on 420. Well, that's cool, I guess. Oh, shit, what? Oh, no. Oh, okay, well, I'm very upset because now I have to figure out how to go to Universal in October because the fucking classic Universal monsters are coming back and that's going to be the hypest thing that ever happens to me in my entire life. I'm going to take pictures of me with the Wolfman, take Frankenstein's arm and run away with him. So, okay, so this has been Yes, yeah. okay. Oh, have you have you found it? Yeah, so the closest Okay, so um 
literally like b- behind the ride is a like set of sweets. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, imagine if you were going up the lift hill of like a generic like state fair <laughs> built roller coaster. And instead of doing, like, a 180 turn and going down the drop, if you just, like, jumped off that 180 turn, you would basically land on the roof of this place. Oh, my God. It's very close. Like, I would say it's within 40 feet of the track. That's not safe. You don't do that. Probably. It's very, it looks very close to the, to the track. Now, uh, have you seen all of the new animals that are going to be in Hagrid's motorbike adventure? Because they look dope as hell. Uh, I just know that there was one that they apparently mentioned in a book somewhere, but they they don't show it, and now it's going to be in the ride. Yeah, they were just like, the the bell-bottomed tingle hopper is finally coming. And I'm assuming you can see it in J.K. Rowling will wait at least a year before saying at least one of them is gay. Yes, exactly. At one point, she's just going to be like, all right, guys, I just want to let everybody know out there, everyone who has ever ridden Hagrid's motorbike adventure is gay. That's my new thing. That's my new JK thing. That's what I'm telling you. Um, Yeah, I'm really hyphy for it. The only problem is the fact that, A, I don't know what's happened. I don't know if it's just because I haven't been the healthiest boy, and so I'm like, my body's not prepared for roller coasters. I have not ridden a roller coaster since I left Orlando, I think. Because every single time I've went down there with Emily, I'm like, ah, no, I don't need to worry about the mummy or anything like that. Like, I think we rode, and I talked about it on the show, we rode um, fucking Thunder Mountain, and she cried. And I'm like, okay, no more roller coasters. Yeah, yeah that, that, even that then, 27 miles an hour can really mess with your brain. Oh, yeah. But even then, like, Hagrid's Motorbike Adventure, at, even when I did ride roller coasters, seems like a fuck wild roller coaster because it's just you're either on a motorcycle allegedly or you're in his sidecar which is insane well it's kind of like a weird variation of what they're doing with tron yeah so wait basically what it is is you're either in tron or you're in uh fucking space mountain that's your two options when you're riding this but it doesn't so, appear like it goes off the ground much. It appears to be more, more like tor- like because you're like going under and through trees. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. it feels more like a, uh, like Draken Fire, maybe at Bush Gardens. I well, I don't know that one at all. I was gonna more say like if they had to make a land speeder roller coaster in Star Wars world, <laughs> that's what it would be like. Just kind of do- dip, dive, and dodge in between trees, and that's well, it. Well, I mean, even if you think of Big Thunder Mountain, like you don't really go off the ground. You are on the ground. It is just you're on the side of a mountain. Yeah, that's about it. You're always on them. You can never look below you and be like, oh, God, everything's gone. I'm going to die. Yeah. Or it could be worse. It could be like uh, Dueling Dragons, where at one point you're just like, my body is not touching the ride vehicle anymore. I'm out. (laughs) And then you land on the roof of a hotel. Yeah, I've never been more impressed with myself than the day I went to ride Dueling Dragons and I got off, I think, the blue track and I... uh, 
it was a weird moment of like the ride starts you get 10 seconds of oh i should not have done this this is a mistake adrenaline kicks in and then that adrenaline makes you go oh i should ride this again so then you ride it again and then you get 10 more seconds of why did i do this a second time oh no but jim murphy this is not a this is not a podcast about just normal theme parks it's about building our own theme park and as we as we learned last season the mysterious kingdom was destroyed because walt disney turned into a giant black dragon and set everything on fire and then uh dangerous how did he kill him did he just like sling sling blade him out of the air or something i that was like a month and a half ago so i don't remember it, it's been so long, but now it's time to it build is lost a new to legend. theme park. <laughs> no one could ever know unless they listen to the previous episode. But um, I will say we got a brand new theme park we got to build. What did you bring to the table for us? Okay, so um, I do have two options, neither of which are very much um, fleshed out. Um one is uh, basically just based on the uh, on uh, Earth, Fire, Wind, and Water. So it's just like, like uh, I was gonna be, it was gonna be like Six Flags with the four elements. So wait, what you're telling me, Jim? You know Disney already has an Avatar section. We don't need our own Avatar world. <laughs> that's a different Avatar. Because that's what you're building. It's a different Avatar, I think. Yeah, it is, but I, I will... So, how would it operate? Would it be almost like in distinct... Like, the Fire Nation, and then the Air World, and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, basically, or... there would... That, that's that's basically how I was thinking. I guess I guess uh, you could do, like, Captain Planet, and just put the heart in the middle. Yeah. Well, what I like is almost this concept of it being like a Zootopia, where when you go to the Fire World, it's fucking hot. Then there are world... <laughs> like, we would... I think you'd have to climate control each specific section of this park. It would be very expensive. So you would have a very hot fireland. The air section just has so many fans. Just <laughs> fans everywhere. I think this almost could work better as a... As opposed to being one park, four separate parks. So the water one would become a water park... The air one would become almost kind of like everything would be kind of like Soren or like well, yeah, Willy well, Wonka. There, that there one scene the, where they drink the uh, the rumor that Tokyo Disneyland, since they have Disney Sea, that they were going to have like Disney Sky. But I think that kind of oh. got I think that got pushed to the wayside because I I think they took some of the stuff they were going to put there and just threw it into the parks they already have as a money saving. Well, they also couldn't afford the fizzy lifting drinks for that one <laughs> ride they really wanted to do where everyone goes up. And then, like, your fire world would just kind of be... I kind of like the idea of the fire world would all be based around, like, this giant volcano. And everything around you is, like, super duper hot. And then Earth would be... I don't know what Earth would be, man. Unless you, like, the dug underneath from... the ground. It would be the aggro crag. That's the whole park is the aggro crag. There's a big mountain I'm, in the middle. I'm actually a little bit more uh, excited for my other park, which is essentially Honey, I Shrunk the Theme Park. Oh, shit. This is 
good, but also I'm fairly... Didn't Toy Story Land do this? Well, where, like, everything's yeah, well, huge? Well, they also did Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movie set adventure. But that's basically what it would be, but an entire theme park. And um, it it would basically be like a, uh, a hellscape of junk. <laughs> of, like, blown up junk. And uh, okay. there would be there would be uh, regular walking paths in between everything, or you could go on like a crazy obstacle course style adventure to get from place to place, like part McDonald's Playland, part like Jungle Gym, part like Monkey Joe's. If you've ever seen a Monkey Joe's before, okay. Um, yeah, so you can either just like walk to it, or it's like, or you can climb this netting and go down these slides made up of like broken pieces of lego and other such detritus oh my god i actually do kind of like this because if it's all based around you getting shrunk i like the idea that there would be one ride where whatever's happened gets reversed and you become a giant and it's you stomping it's the godzilla fucking experience where it's like buzz lightyear except you've got fire breath and you're shooting it at targets trying your best to destroy the most stuff it's like the end of fucking Rugrats in Paris. You've got your giant mech suit, which, holy shit, I'm just now remembering that was a plot point in Rugrats in Paris was that they built a giant fucking, uh, a giant Jaeger uh, there to was, fucking fight There off. was that episode of, uh, like, What's New Scooby-Doo where, like, they tried to make Shaggy think that he was hypnotized and turned into a Godzilla monster. Yeah, that's what would happen. And then he went on to be in Big Hero 6. Um, yeah, I really like that. Do you have any, like, ride ideas for that park as of right now? No, I don't. I really thought, like, what the... It would kind of, like, you would have to pick, like, something that you'd want to make large and then, like, put a ride into it somehow. I think that would be the direction we would have to go. Yeah, more than like, like, I, I do like the idea that you would have to explore the world that's around you and just try to figure things out. Can I also recommend a section that's kind of like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory where there's just candy canes everywhere that are massive and you can lick them? <laughs> I don't think we should have a, a lickable scenery. There, no, there's got to be lickable scenery, and it just wears down until one day it breaks that, and that, kills several tourists. That, that hasn't worked well for that Vin Diesel uh, statue at the end of Fast and Furious Supercharged, so I don't know why you oh, think I li- it Oh, no, no, that's actually, that's kind of like rubbing the golden Buddha's belly. You have to lick the face of the Vin Diesel statue every time you, you walk by. It provides you luck. That's how you become family, time. I think. <laughs> I mean, that's how John Cena did it, and he's now in Fast and the Furious 9. Homeboy's here and ready. Yeah, I've got a bigger tongue. And then I wink at the camera. (laughs) Okay. So also in my candy section, the ride would be based off Hansel and Gretel, where at the end you would actually go into a giant oven and then you would have to escape through the fire and the flames. And then that one Dragon Force song would kick in. (laughs) Well, there was like, like I said, Disney has had rides where you end up in hell. So that would kind of fit. Yeah, I've seen it. Um, I was trying to think of a bad Disney ride, but I couldn't off the top of my head. Enchanted Tiki Room. Yeah, uh, Mission Space. Oh, yeah, Mission Space, you end up in hell. Um, Figment actually entirely takes place in hell. Figment is the eternal tormentor of fucking 
Dr. Leslie Neal, whatever his name is. His name is not... His it's name is Figment Nigel Channing. Dr. Leslie... Dr. Leslie Nielsen and Figment in their eternal hell. Would you have... Would you have had Dr. Leslie Nielsen played by Leslie Nielsen, or would you have picked... Absolutely fucking not. It'd be played by Vin Diesel. It'd be played by Peter Graves. Yeah! Yeah. Uh, well, Jim, here's my idea, and it's an idea I had a few weeks back, and uh, it was such a good idea that you at one point were like, do I even need to bring an idea? Yeah, I don't even want to. I'm like, fuck, we need content, Jim! (laughs) But my idea for our theme park is essentially this. As I brought up, there are rides at Disney World and at Universal that are just not fucking good. I'm looking at you, Jimmy Fallon. I'm looking you in the eyes. Or there may be even rides that we've enjoyed in the past, but they've been taken out. I'm looking at you, Ellen DeGeneres. Um, And so my idea for a theme park is that we breathe new life into these old ideas. So every week we'd challenge each other, like, make Soren better, or make Fast and the Furious Supercharged better. And it's an entire theme park dedicated to better versions of other theme park rides. I, I do have some questions slash um, ideas about the rules for this. Okay. Um, I think we should try to stick to, and and I think well, I think part of this depends on what attractions we do. But I think each challenge should have some kind of rules in place so that things don't go completely off the rails. Jim, do you know? Do you know who you're co-hosting this podcast with? Uh, Jim, that's that- why I'm bringing this up now. I just think, like, if you pick, like, my my general ideas were, uh, like, if you're gonna, if if it's like a medium tier attraction, like not a headliner, like we can't just make it a headlining attraction. Like we kind of have to stick in the same sort of like level of ride. Jim Murphy, I'm gonna make the Philhar Magic roller coaster and you can't stop me. It's gonna be the Muppet Vision 3D roller coaster. Well, that there is was the, it, there was also uh, my idea was that it would have to take up a uh, a similar footprint of space as the original. No, I'm still fine with that. I'll dig into the ground. <laughs> Well, my see, because I thought you were the way it was going to work was less building our own theme park and more just changing them as they are. So you couldn't really like build like you couldn't make Haunted Mansion much bigger because it would like eat into Small World or you couldn't like go back with like Philhar or like you couldn't do anything with like Country Bears because it backs into Tiki Room or things like that. But If you're just saying put it in its own park, then I guess we could do whatever. What I'm proposing is you know there's Transformers, and then there's also the Transmorphers. There's Pacific Rim, and then there's also Atlantic Rim. We are the rip-off theme park that take the rides from other theme parks and bring them in and improve them here. Um, 
which is why I'm also going to suggest, I was trying to think about like what the layout would be like. I do enjoy at the very center is like the biggest knockoff Cinderella castle we could build possible. And that's it. And uh, we, there's not a bibbity bobbity boutique, but there is one of those really like you know when you're driving up and down like near Old Town in Orlando, and you see it just says Disney Store and like big block letters, and it's definitely not owned by Disney. That's our bibbity bobbity boutique. Like there's a Mickey Mouse smoking weed on a shirt that you can get in our bibbity bobbity boutique. Would so would these be like the the sci-fi channel original versions of these rides like it wouldn't be absolutely so you're not, yes. so, so you're saying oh i want to do a, a redo of fast and furious but instead of like saying like it's vin diesel and the rock and his family it would be called like like quick and angry the ride yes and we just make quick up whatever and mildly we want. upset starring rob van damme <laughs> Damn it, I meant Jean-Claude Van Damme. I was, I've been watching wrestling all night. But yeah, that's that's what I'm proposing, is that I, I, I feel like it's more... That's the base idea, is the fact that it's a rip-off park. But I don't want us to go into this trying to make Disney rides worse. I want us to go into it thinking... Okay, how do we make the Haunted Mansion better? What can we do to some of these rides to improve them and make them better? This is what... Uh... Technically, what Disney Plus should have been. Yes, exactly. We're, we're the plus for the. <laughs> That's the name of the park. Plus, that's it. Actually, what's the name of that company? It's not Trauma. What's the name of the? Okay, Atlantic Rim. I think it's yeah, gonna it's give trauma, me a no. Japanese. Uh, it is made by. Oh, God. The I used asylum. to know this. Yeah, the asylum, yes. Oh, my God. That's just the name of the park. The park is called the asylum. We've got it right there. Uh, that, I don't... If... I do love the fact that on the asylum Wikipedia page, it's it's broken down into history and then lawsuits. My, my question is... I just, I just, I know this doesn't really matter because this is all fictional. I just want you to picture in your mind the marketing campaign for a theme park called the Asylum. Yeah, it would get real creepy and real that was, quick. That was, that was, um, that actually wasn't what you thought it was. Like you'd think it would start out like you're, you're expecting like Halloween Horror Nights level commercial, but instead it's like, here's the Tiki Room, but better. <laughs> Yeah. It would be like a bad infomercial. I really enjoy... I, I guess this isn't a rip-off of it, because it looks like it doesn't have the same plot, but their rip-off of the 40-year-old version is the 18-year-old version. <laughs> I'm like, that's not that... Wait a minute, they made a sequel to Titanic. Hey, guys, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't do a sequel to real life. Oh my god, please tell me there's a like a some sort of aquatic animal that assaults them. No, it's the same it's literally it's just the Titanic again. That's the plot of the film is New Titanic. Yes, that's how they did the sequel is they just said hey, we're we're going to do this again and this time it's going to work, which I think also was on a Scooby Doo episode. <laughs> 
Uh, here's Mega Python versus Gatorade. Oh, Gatoroid. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not as gay. It's just a giant python tried to get they a did, uh, fucking They did do snakes on a train. They did snakes on a train. Which was, Shark- which was they a weird did Sharknado, thing. So. Um, but for right now, Jim, I feel like it's time. We've. I, I guess, do we want to do this part? Do we want to make the assignment? I, I do want to do this because I want to fix broken things. Okay, I'm down with that. I feel like um, that, that is the place where if we're ever going to become like... Uh, actual Imagineers. This is this is our 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 resume. Our interview is yeah, the next fourteen we weeks of this it. of this of this show. All right. So, well, then, I, since you're so excited about the asylum, I will leave it to you to give us our first challenge. What ride needs to be fixed, in your opinion, or what ride would you like to be brought back with updated features? Oh. Um. Oh, see, because there's so many that I would like to, to fix. Um, I think I think we should just start with the... I, I don't want to say with the obvious, because there's like five different places we could start that would all be obvious. But I think yeah. we should start with Figment. Oh! You tell the whole time I was sitting back like, don't you dare talk about Fast and the Furious Supercharged. You know that's. <laughs> I immediately, uh, I, I immediately throw that one to you. That's fine. Oh no no that ride's gonna be the weenie of the park. People are gonna come <laughs> in and see the giant Fast and the Furious Supercharged. Be like, we gotta go to that. We gotta hold on. Has the asylum made <laughs> a Fast and the Furious ripoff? They had to. It's called Drive Angry. It was a very good movie. Yes. Let's see, Asylum. Fast and Furious. Um, it's called the Fast and the Fierce. Ah, <laughs> oh, that'll work. When terrorists plan a blo- bomb on a flight, the passengers must fight to keep the plane in the air and all the passengers alive. The bomb is rigged to de- detonate whenever it dips below 800 feet. Wait a minute, that's not even the plot of Fast and the Furious. That's a totally different film you're ripping off. Well, up next, we've got to figure out how we're going to fix Figment, which I feel like is impossible. It's a perfect ride. Don't at me, everyone who's ever thought about Epcot before 1997. Uh, uh, but until then, Jim, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Apparently Smart. You can go there and see what I write. It's fine. And you can find me on Twitter at ScottyMo. That's S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. You can follow my books on Amazon, the Quiesel Corp Trilogy, BS versus the Gods. Check that out. Check out all the other shows online at a load of purebs.com, including Fight Boys. If you're a pro wrestling fan, make sure to check us out because we just got our first live show coming straight at you live from Las Vegas in StarCast. The Fight Boys are going to be performing live, so make sure to join us for that, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, check out all of our older episodes online at opposite-attractions.com to check up on our previous seasons and remember to support whether that be rating on youtube donating on patreon like the patreon saint ransom Meltzer, you you beautiful bastard you or of course uh, picking up some merch at merch.loadofpurebs.com support however you'd like to if you enjoy what us idiots do and of course remember to find jim and me on twitter at op at show that's spelled o-p-b-a-t-t 
S-H-O-W, are you down with O-P-P?